From the San Antonio Wedding Studios, it's time for Bridal Buzz. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of your favorite wedding podcast, Bridal Buzz. I am your host, Erica, and today we are um, going to be talking about contracts. You may not think that's a big deal, but it's a huge deal. Today we're talking about understanding your contracts as you go about trying to plan your wedding. So we are joined by Audrey of SA Wedding Professionals, right? San Antonio Wedding Professionals. That's right. <laughs> and Audrey, what is your role at San Antonio Wedding Professionals? I'm the owner, um, but I, I also service the weddings. I'll do officiating and wedding planning and coordination as well as premarital counseling. Cool. So basically you're an expert and if I had all these contract questions to ask you're perfect to go to well I will <laughs> I will put my disclaimer out there and say I've had enough business law to keep myself out of trouble yeah um, but not enough to make me an attorney <laughs> so um, yeah these tips come from my you know many years of experience mm-hmm. in business in general and then particularly in the wedding industry so and as so perfect I love the way you mentioned that like yes but this is at the end of the day just advice to not take us to the courtroom. Absolutely. (laughs) Audrey, why is it crucial for couples to understand contracts? Well, um, a contract is essentially there to protect both the vendor Mm -hmm. and the couple. Mm -hmm. So it's essential. I would say don't go into any, um, don't hire a wedding professional that doesn't have some sort of contract. you know, it's there, like I said, to protect and to let you know what you can expect from your vendor, mm-hmm. and then also to let you let you you know to let you know and inform you what is expected of you and what types of things, you know, um, just to really basically have a, an understanding of that so that you avoid those kind of issues later on mm-hmm. when there's, you know, maybe you interpret something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, truthfully. I know every wedding vendor does this industry and is in in business to make couples happy and to deliver excellent service. So a contract to me shouldn't be looked at as, you know, this scary legal document. It really is just to say like, I care about you enough and your, your wedding enough that I want to make sure that there's clarity on these terms so that, like I said, we avoid um, uncomfortable conversations or (laughs) worse than that, you know, Um, like major misunderstandings that, you know, unfortunately can uh, put a sour tone on, on a, one of the happiest days of your life. I was going to ask next, what kind of mistakes have you heard that can happen between those two, between in that relationship? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would say where contracts are concerned, the biggest thing that I run into is couples just simply not reading them, just saying, okay, where do I sign, right? <laughs> Because this isn't the part of it that, you know, we're excited to do. This is like the the legalities. Yeah. Um, it's much more fun to talk about all the other details in, in wedding planning. It's kind of like when you're downloading a new app or something. Yes. Just like terms and conditions. Yeah, scroll to the bottom, <laughs> put my electronic signature and move on mm-hmm. with my life. So obviously not reading it um, is one of the biggest mistakes that I see. One of the other um, mistakes that I see is... Um, if a couple is hiring somebody that they're a friend with or, you know, maybe a little more familiar with, just not doing a contract. Um, because you think, what can go wrong? Yeah. You know, and again, it's not there. It's just there to clarify. If I'm going yeah. to, and I have done many, many weddings for friends and, mm-hmm. and uh, relatives, and I still send that to them mm-hmm. because I want them to know what it is I'm committing to 
But then I also want them to know what's expected of them as well. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. like you said, it protects both the vendor and the the us, the brides and the couples. Yes. How can couples avoid getting into trouble? And it seems pretty obvious. You read it. You read it. You make sure that there is one. Um, and, and make sure that you understand it. You know, don't be afraid to um, ask questions. It shouldn't be something that you need to hire an attorney to get through. You know, mm-hmm. it really shouldn't be uh, that complex. When I moved out of my parents' house, for sure, like, signing my first lease was really intimidating. And I felt, I was like, I need a lawyer. And my mom's like, just read it. Right. <laughs> there sure shouldn't you know. be, I mean, we, I will go over a couple terms that are, <laughs> yeah. like, that whoa, sound whoa, big whoa. and scary, you know, <laughs> that, that you should look for and that you might find yeah. in the contract. But for the most part, it should just be very easy to interpret. You shouldn't mm-hmm. need a, an attorney. But... <laughs> Um, if there's something that you don't understand, ask questions because you can ask your wedding professional, you know, hey, I don't, I'm not as comfortable with this. Or I noticed that it's missing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Could we maybe add a little line item that would make me feel more comfortable? Because the time for modifications mm-hmm. is before you sign it. So I've never, I've never been married. And so I've never sat down and had to sign any of this or even seen it or gone through the process. Are these... Our signif- or I'm sorry, our contracts typically signed like we were all sitting down together. Do I take it usually home and I read it and then come back to you? Or That's a great question. Um, so for us, and I know for a lot of my vendor friends, um, everything's electronic. Mm. So, um, and especially this past year with the pandemic, you yeah. know, we're trying to limit our face-to-face. So I wouldn't be surprised if that hasn't actually, if the electronic option hasn't increased even more since then. Yeah. But, um, you know, I will send out an electronic um, um, contract and, you know, give them 48 hours or so to, to look it over and sign. Clearly, if they need more time than that, sure. Um, mm. You know, but obviously to hold um, the... Um, uh, discount or whatever might be offered <laughs> the offer even the date because within those exactly hours, someone can walk yes. in and say I right need you on that so day. it's not like to be a stickler about it in that <laughs> in that way um but you know you definitely want don't sign it until you've had enough time to look it over mm-hmm. um but you know it'll be in electronic format a lot of times or they might just uh shoot you over a pdf for you to sign and, and so send at that back point if them. i don't understand something i mean it's just a phone call away just a phone call just... yeah or an email hey can you clarify this and i've had many couples reach out to me and say what does this mean i've had some attorney couples <laughs> You know, look it over and say, good job, you know, but could you, what about this? And, uh, you know, I love those because they keep me on my toes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So what details do you know to always look out for? Because I, I don't know, maybe I should ask this other question first. As a planner, do you look over the the contracts as well absolutely you tell couples look out for these little things yes as a planner or coordinator you know you are um the liaison between your couple and their other vendors or you become that at some point right mm-hmm. depending on where your contract with them <laughs> um where that's is stipulated um but i think it is our responsibility to look over all of the vendor contracts and just to make sure that we're keeping them in compliance or you know that there's different things that um, we might want to make sure that they're aware of or warn them due dates, right? Things yeah. like that or restrictions um, on a venue, you know, if a, if a couple wants to have like the unity candle, well, I want to look and make sure that the venue allows for that. Some of them won't allow for open flame. So things like that. True. 
Um, I do have more questions, but it's time for me to shout out our sponsor. Yay. <laughs> so listeners, today's episode is brought to you by the Canyon Lakeview Resort. If you haven't checked out our episode with them yet, make sure you do. But basically, Canyon Lakeview Resort is a beautiful spot in the hill country that not only offers an incredible wedding venue overlooking the canyon lake which is really beautiful and it's actually a lot more clear than you might think but they also have a beautiful little lodging space and cathedral cabins that are actually really awesome so if you were like trying to have an awesome bachelorette situation or bachelor situation you want to go ahead and go there so make sure you check out canyon lakeview resort for your venue or even just a staycation or not staycation because you still got to drive out there like to the hill country, but it's not like one of those, you know, big ones. <laughs> so bringing it back, Audrey. I love their the Texas sunsets out there. That's like one of the best the places sunsets? to get a Texas sunset. Absolutely. You know, and I haven't been, I haven't had the luxury of going for a sunset, but there are pictures that I've seen. So you've been there in person? Yes, yes. Oh. Everybody needs to go and check it out. <laughs> it, they really do. So the back to the details is there something that they have to be looking for as far as like words or something like that like maybe like i don't know maybe i really have no idea yeah, but i want to see if i were to look for it is there something that you sh i know for sure for my mom for example again my first rent agreement my mom was like make sure you look for this this and this is there something like that but for weddings absolutely mm -hmm. um i mean it's all important right but you want to really make sure that you understand what their cancellation policy is mm. or um, changes to the plans, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of couples are planning these events out um, a great ways. And if there's anything that we learned from this past year, yeah. it's to expect the unexpected mm. um, and to know, you know, to have a contingency plan. So mm -hmm. you want to know what that looks like. You know, you want to know. Um, how many days out or how many weeks or months out and that's going to be different for different vendors so contingency contingency what does that mean ah yeah <laughs> so you know if they're let's say it doesn't need to be canceled but mm -hmm. um you're planning um everything to be outdoors or at least mm -hmm. the ceremony to be outdoors what happens if there's bad weather that day, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna go through, you're gonna look at all the statistics on rain and make <laughs> sure that you pick the day that there's the least likelihood to right. have a tsunami. And that <laughs> means nothing when the, the time and day actually comes. So what is it, what happens in the event that it rains a lot mm -hmm. or there's a storm? You know, uh, do you have another location? So that's the contingency plan is like yes. a tent. If this, or... then what? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. And so you always have to make sure that you're checking that one out. You want to make sure that, like I said, the cancellation is a big, big one. Mm -hmm. um, you want to make sure that um, you have the scope of services. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I see, and I will say again, a lot of um, vendors, I get to look over their contracts and they're really great and thorough. Um, but then I have some that, that really speak about what's expected of the couple, mm -hmm. you know, but doesn't really explain their scope of service. So mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't want it to be one-sided. Is scope yeah. of service exactly what it sounds like? Like it's just a list of mm -hmm. your service? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we do this, 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 and this. And, um, you know, excluding if there's anything that's excluded mm -hmm. or uh, extra charge, maybe extra charge, mm -hmm. you know, okay. anything like that that just tells you what to expect, yeah. you know. And then so. I've also heard of indemnity or something like what is that? The indemnity clause um, it basically is a clause that outlines 
um, what each party's responsibility is. Oh, okay. If if there's an event that co- that causes a loss or damage, okay. Mm. Right. We don't like to think <laughs> that's that that's going to even don't. happen. <laughs> We're just going to assume everything's okay. <laughs> right. And and you know what? Ninety eight percent of the time, um, of course, cannot not counting last year, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is fine and it is okay. But boy, don't you need that whenever it's in there? And you're most likely going to see that. Um, from venues, mm-hmm. you know, that, that they want to let you know, for example, hey, if somebody um, slips and falls, mm-hmm. we are not responsible. So it lets the couple know that this is where our responsibility ends. Okay. Um, I, I think with more with other vendors, you're going to more than an indemnity clause, you're going to see like a whole hold harmless clause, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that's saying like us for example Mm -hmm. right if we're if if something happens and our officiant is late this you know and it causes a series of other events you know this is where our responsibility begins and ends Mm -hmm. so once you start to see how that kind of works out it's a whole other could be a whole other podcast you know you might want to look into (laughs) Having wedding insurance or something like that. Oh my gosh. You know? That's a whole other, whole other podcast. <laughs> a whole other Oprah, as my mom would say. Um, <laughs> so, um, but <laughs> indemnity clause is something you might see. Um, hold harmless is another. And then the force majeure is one of the. Um, that sounds terrifying. I, I know. know. What that is. That's, That's what I said. I said. I did war- I did a preface by saying there's a couple terms that I'm going to go yeah. over that sound like big and scary. Yeah, that one sounds terrifying. And that one um, is really one, again, that, you know, vendors started to talk a lot about when the pandemic hit, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, it was just not even in, the, in our realm of possibilities really Mm -hmm. that we would have something that would come in and and where we were actually shut down by the government and unable to perform so So that's what that means so it it, and and you're you probably already see it in a lot of them and it may Mm -hmm. not say force majeure but it's gonna it's gonna cover things that are like a major um an accident it could be like a medical emergency it could be a natural disaster but those are the terms that you might see on the contract this is act of god is is one of the popular things or pandemic (laughs) you might actually see that term in um you know in uh stated in contracts going forward but that's one that and, you know, in the past year, had a lot of vendors, we were calling each other, hey, what are you doing? Well, do you have a force majeure? What the heck is that? You know, yeah. it's something that it's kind of like we've been reawakened to the understanding that it is important to state what that looks like, because mm-hmm. we did. We did have a lot of I mean, every vendor wanted to perform the wedding. Every uh, couple obviously wanted to have their wedding yeah. and our hands were tied because of the circumstances. So you want to understand um, what what happens, you know, what, what actions are taken, what happens with the deposit. And again, each vendor don't expect it to be a one size fits all deal because mm-hmm. some vendors um, can have multiple weddings in a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, other vendors, you know, like a venue, they, they can't easily replace that, yeah. that date. And so, yeah. you know, just work it out with each vendor as you go. Can you ask your vendor to change anything? Is that like out of the question? For example, if I saw something and it, 
I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to complain or I don't like mm-hmm. to speak out of line or whatever. So if it says something that I already disagree with, I just usually like, oh, that sucks. I can't make it happen. Is Would it be smart to actually be like, hey, uh, what's the odds of this changing? Or should I just like, nope, we're not for me. And just walk away all set. It, it really depends on mm-hmm. um, how important that thing is to you, right? Mm-hmm. We have our the place where we can kind of bend and compromise. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a personal decision. And it's case by case. But can you ask for a modification? <laughs> of course. You can ask. Yeah. Erica, you can ask for anything. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people where I read the sign. I'm a rule follower. Yeah. Okay. And I'll just like walk right. the other way. And everyone's like. But they can say no. Out. They can yeah. say no. I, you know, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then again, you just, but it doesn't hurt to have that conversation. Or, you know, again, most, most vendors I think are going to, they, we want you to be comfortable. We want mm-hmm. you to be confident in us and the service that we're delivering. Mm-hmm. So I know that I will, I have, you know, been known to add something or to send an email just to say, you know, in the event, X, Y, and Z, you know, uh, whatever it is. Um, And, you know, I've been known to say like, I can't do that. You know, this is, this protects me in this way and that's not something I can compromise on. Mm -hmm. And you're better off coming to that, you know, understanding or that knowledge or knowing that you don't have a meeting of the minds and parting ways before Mm -hmm. than later down the road when you've invested some money that's not refundable Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're just in um, kind of an uncomfortable situation with somebody. That's great advice because that's something that, because it's true at the end of the day, not all what is it shoes fit size or what is it's this? not a one size fits all <laughs> and there's somebody out there for everyone <laughs> yeah so it is okay to exactly not have the meeting of the minds do you have anything else that you feel we need to cover when it comes to contracts or reading them understanding them you want to know um what happens if the vendor cannot fulfill their responsibility okay Okay, so is that like if they just can't show up that day, emergency popped up? Like for us, you know, we'll officiant you know, service, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do our, we're going, we have other officiants on the team that can and will fill in if there's a last minute emergency, mm-hmm. right? And so that's kind of a nice peace of mind for that couple because you've got to have your officiant. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if we couldn't or that didn't work out, you know, we we will try to find a replacement for the couple. So, you know, again, like for a photographer, what happens if your photographer becomes ill or, you know, has an accident? You know, what what are your resources or or what is your recourse to be able to um, get your money back or or find a substitution? Mm -hmm. So I think that was that that would be one of the major things that I would look at. So what, what did you say that was just in case they can't follow through anything? and it kind of it kind of falls under contingency plan right okay, cool. so like what is the contingency plan <laughs> if you're unable to come yeah mm-hmm. awesome okay so these are very important things listeners and if i hope that you learned a lot with us today hope, so. <laughs> hope you're not scared to have a wedding now <laughs> all right never mind i'll just go get married at the park right. <laughs> So, Audrey, how can our listeners reach you if they wanted to keep looking into you? Well, you can visit our site at saweddingpros.com mm-hmm. or give us a call at 210-504-9009. We're also found on Instagram and Facebook. Ooh. Do you know your social media handles? Yes. Um, so Instagram is at sawedding pros. 
uh, Facebook wouldn't let me have that one. So it's at San Antonio Wedding Pros. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. All right, listeners, as always, the buzz doesn't have to stop. Remember, follow us, Bridal Buzz, on at Bridal Buzz SA on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are everywhere. Make sure you check out Audrey with SA Wedding Pros, San Antonio Wedding Professionals. And make sure you check out our sponsor, Canyon Lakeview Resort, for a quick getaway or for your wedding venue or event. Before you leave, Audrey, I want to make sure that I give you a box of Charity Teague's chocolates. All right. They are gourmet. They're delicious. And I hope you enjoy them. And beautifully packaged. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Alrighty then. Audrey, let's look at this camera and wave. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Want to be a guest on our show? Just visit SanAntonioWeddings.com and click on Bridal Buzz. We'd love to hear from you.